0: Now, my next guest amassed 129 first-class caps and list A games, but also 92 T20 games. And this is the amazing part, because it's a staggering career, especially if you're responsible of taking 594 wickets across all formats of the game. 594. Now he was speaking at the hearings and he recalled the, I suppose, advanced differences in in terms of salaries and contracts of the black players uh, when you compare those to their white counterparts and how there usually was no recourse as well to address this particular divide, although you knew that, yeah, we'll be blunt and blatant probably some lousy player who's a junior to you, happens to have a different color, is getting more than you, who is clocking in and taking in wickets and you're a senior, but you happen to be black. And he also called out the South African Cricketers Association, saying that it was also operating unfairly, and that it was operating unfairly based on race. This is a player who was racially abused and even got a, a cell phone thrown at him while he was fielding. Now, his national team selection was blocked, ladies and gentlemen. It was blocked. Now, hence I, I made mention of the, the numbers. And, uh, and I'll, uh, I'll ask him this, because for me it makes absolutely no sense imagine you play for 8 years for south african a side for 8 years and you have never ever played for the proteas but 8 years for the sa a side you've amassed 594 wickets across all platforms and then your national team call up gets blocked After your franchise management at the Titans tell the national team selectors that you are injured, they say, Don't worry about him, he's injured. And the player is not injured. In fact, I think the day after they blocked his call up, he was playing for the franchise because they needed him there. But imagine you can't go and play for your national team because these guys are saying you're injured. Ethi Balati, former Titans and SAA bowler, joins me on the line. Good evening, sir. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide.
1: Good evening, Rob, and good evening to all the listeners as well.
0: I mean, that is in itself extremely painful, Ethi, and I thank you so much indeed for a very frank delivery that you gave the SJN, and uh, you spoke from the heart as you normally do. Just before we get into the the matters, and some of which I've just alluded to now, how did you feel as you walked away from those hearings?
1: Uh, yes, uh, bro, Rob, you know, um, I actually even listened to myself, you know, uh, after a day or so. And then, yeah, some of the things, you know, it's uh, I was very emotional, you know, uh, listening to those things. And then when I started, you know, talking as well, I was a bit, you know, Shaky and scared, you know, because of when I check the other guys that I spoke before me, you know, with the abuse from you know media and you know, especially on Twitter, with the guys don't even see their face or they just call themselves Paul Kruger or whatever, abusing the other guys, you know, and even you know criticizing you as well from last year why Robert Marawa is giving you know the convict, you know, time, you know, to talk on radio, but. If you know, I just want to thank you as well, Brother Rob. Mm. If it was in you, uh, last year you gave us, you gave us the platform with most of the guys. Uh, you know, I think it even gave the the S J N more power, or or C S A to say you no, know, it must, you know, it must carry on because of we. we, we, we if it was in you, I don't think uh, the S J N should have had, you know, where it is at the moment. So I just want to say thank you again. You know, you're part of this and. You, you're one of the media you know, media people that you always support, you know, uh, uh, everyone. It doesn't matter what's happening and you still get criticized, but you never give up, you know. I think maybe, brother, next time, uh, if they're looking for a minister of sport, I think you might just send your CV there. <laughs> oh,
0: it requires, I appreciate the kind words. I think when you want to become a minister, it requires you to be a comrade, a politician, Uh, you must be deployed, all these funny things. And you find people that know nothing about sport are being given that opportunity to be on that platform. When the Olympic Games come through, they don't even know after how many years does the Olympics play and play themselves out. They have no idea about anything to do with sport, but they get given that. They move from Minister of Sanitization and Water to Minister of this and that and then end up in sport, and they do nothing. And we can yeah. see that they do nothing, and and that is a shame in a country that is so talented, in a country that has got so much talent. At the, whether it is cricket or rugby or football or athletics, whatever it is, there is talent, and it's a pity that we can't have a rehash of the late Steve Chouette. There. Uh, We can't have a Nguyen de Balfour to take care of something that they are passionate about, that they know something about, that even without a press release, they can talk from the heart about what happened in a certain era of sport. We don't get that now. And I think that's why we find this mess, man. And uh, it's such a pity. And I hope one day government does wake up when it's finished with all of these court cases and commissions to say, ha, there was one day something called sport. What can we do to improve it? That is my wish.
1: Yes, very true. I think you just sum up everything very well
0: Yeah, and, and, and that's very sad. I mean your your story is one of those even the last time we had a conversation, I was like, how how on earth is this even possible? It's even difficult to to know where to begin. But let's start where you know, because I don't even understand how you can amass so many wickets, you break records for your franchise. But in eight years, you cannot even smell the pro-tier team. You can't even play for the pro-tiers. You can't even represent your country at that level. They say, no, 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 he's good enough for SA, A team, full stop. Surely that doesn't make any sense.
1: Yes, Prado, you know, and a lot of people, they're still confused that uh, uh, if I tell them now I didn't play for South Africa, they said I'm lying, you know, I played for South Africa. I said, no, I played for South Africa A side because of... Uh, they don't understand why, you know. Uh, I was just checking, I think it was uh, with Aaron Tangy, so he called me, I think it was last week or so. He says, uh, uh, do you know that uh, I think I might be number two in South African history since the franchise started 2004 until 2021. Uh, that uh, I, I think I took about 267 wickets. I was number one since 2016 until recently. I think Simon Hammer just broke that, broke that record. I think he's number one. And then for the Titans as well, I still hold the record for the most wickets since uh, the franchise started. You know, I was the first guy to take a head trick in a T20 game in South Africa as well. But, you know, there's so many things I can talk about, you know, um, about being there. Uh, uh, you know, I've proven myself so many times, you know, even the SAA side, before they even picked the team, I knew that you know, I'm gonna play. I didn't even mm. wait to, oh, for a call. Say, here's the team you're gonna be playing. You know, and I played for SAA. I played uh, the four-day game, and then I played the, the one-day game for, for 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 SAA. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm still shocked that I, I didn't even get a call up, or oh, I did no, but, get a call up. but but what yeah. was
0: it though? At the when you um going through your career and you're doing so well and you obviously clock in the numbers that people can't even dream of uh, even if they were given that opportunity to dream but you still cannot get to the next level yeah sure let's say we're stretching it now when you play for the saa team for two or three years and you say hey yeah maybe they maybe there's going to be a chance in you and that's going to come through at some point well, but eight years how i mean what does that do to your spirit, to your morale? What does it do to others who are ahead of you in the pro tiers who look back and say, "Hey, but this kid, this kid is good, but he's not with us."
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 been a long journey. You know, if you look at me, I'm 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 a very loyal person when it comes to playing. Like you see, I played all my career at at uh, the, the Titans, and then club cricket as well. I played for TET, the University as well. I never played for any club, you know. So yeah, it's it's tough. And I remember one of the CEO of the camp uh, of uh, of the franchises uh, while I was still playing, and then we met, and then they offered me a contract. Said no, come play for us, man. Maybe you are gonna play for South Africa. So I said no. Why saying that? And then he says to me, I think your franchise is the reason why you know you're gonna be picked to play for South Africa. So and I asked him why. He said no, just move, and then you'll see. Once you move from Titans, go to another franchise, you're gonna play for South Africa. And then, you know, maybe there was something that you knew I didn't know. So yeah, you know, I still ask myself so many questions, why, and you know, nobody ever came to me or phoned me and told me this was all the reason why we didn't even make it because of my stats. They, you know, yeah. I've, I've proven myself for so many years. And for SAA, I've been, I played against Sri Lanka I played against Australia. I played against Bangladesh. I played, you know, with everyone. So they might not say that maybe I was not ready, but if you play for SAA for eight years, surely there must be something good that you've been doing. If you're not doing well, you should have been not playing for SAA for, 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 for eight years. And another thing for me, to play for eight years, I have to tell them, said guys, please don't ever pick me, uh, ever pick me for SAA. Now, from now on, you pick me and then I want to represent the protests But I'm tired of being, you know, messed around and so just wait, wait. When Makaya retires, you play and then Lo Novo, And then that's when I, I realized that I don't think you'll ever see two black fast bowlers or black African players play in the same team. You know, you have to wait for another person to retire. And remember, brother, you know, age is not, you know, sometimes going to wait for everyone.
2: Sure.
0: But... Um... That, that day, when you were told that, you know sorry, we, we actually can't uh, pick you for the, you know, for, I think it was the World Cup it was at that stage. They said, no, we, we can't pick you for the World Cup. Uh, we've got Makaya and Dini and uh, we, we're good. And they shut the door on your face simply because Makaya was there. If Makaya's there, so what?
1: Yeah, but Rob, you know, that, that year, uh, you know, I did well in that uh, competition. I think I was a uh, leading wicket taker in the T20 tournament or one day. So, you know, normally, like my previous recalling, is the guys that did well in a, in one season, they got a call-up to play for South Africa. But for me, I've been consistent, you know, you know leading wicket taker. Or number two. And most of the time, Rarobi, you know, what's so sad, I used to compete with spinners. If the mm. spinner took 50 wickets, and then me as 18 Balati, I'll take maybe 40 wickets, become number two in the country. So I was not really competing with, you know, the fast bowlers. But you find that there's young youngsters, you know, that took 30 wickets in a season or 40, immediately they got a call up to, to play for South Africa. And, you know, to go back to the 2011, you know, that World Cup. Announcement, you know, brought up. I, 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 I was 100% sure that I'm going to make the last 15. And South Africa, they were playing, I think it was against England or Australia in St. Shireen, I remember. So I used to stay just behind the, the SuperSport Park. This flat there for the Titans that most of the players used to stay. So I even called my friends, you know, come, come, guys, gonna they're going to announce the squad today. I'm going to be there. We're going to celebrate, you know. 20 minutes before they announce the squad, a convenience selector, Phone me, says Ety Unfortunately, I'm gonna, not gonna take you uh, to the World Cup. Uh, we're looking to take uh, Makaya with experience. Just keep working hard, and then yeah, your your, your chance will come, you know. And I remember uh, saying to the convenience selector, said, you know, I wanted to play along with Makaya so that he can mentor me before he retires, and then yeah, the dream never, you know, never happened. And I was, you know, I was I was heartbroken. And my friend says, you know what, Eddie? Let's just Go out for drinks so that you can just you know forget about what happened and just just keep working hard. Oh.
0: Did Makaya know about what was happening, or were you the only one that knew? I mean, did you have a conversation with him at that time? I know I know that you were to talk to him at a later stage, but in that period when you were being informed about his selection, but your non-selection.
1: But I, another thing, but I couldn't understand that if I look at that the team squad. Makaya's name was in there. But I couldn't, that's one thing that I, I, I knew it was just an excuse because of Makaya was in there. I think the black African players were there. It was Lunuabo. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was when Panel and all the youngsters, like your Philanders and your Kleinfeld, were just coming up, you know. So I couldn't understand why. Because Makaya's name was in there. If they said something about, yeah, about Lunuabo, it's yes, I understand. Because of, I don't think it was a valid reason for me not to be picked. You know. It was just an excuse to say, just wait for Makaya. Maybe in future, maybe not that time.
0: But w- w- from your thinking, because you needed to activate a level of thought to say, what does this actually mean? Does it mean if, if you are good and you're a, a bunch of very good and talented black players that you would never be able to tour together because they they need to be sensitive to not making the team overly black. Uh, so that needed to be controlled, regardless of how many wickets you were racking up or how many records you were breaking. Um, you still have the senior citizen, as they claimed. He was still there. Uh, but like you say, he wasn't there. What, what in your mind was going on? I mean, were, were the issues about racism starting to kick in? Or were you just thinking, oh, okay, maybe fair call team selector has... Uh, has a point. I mean, w- what was going through your mind at that stage?
1: You know, uh, it, it, it was frustration after frustration. You know, uh, looking at when I started early two thousand, and the guys that even the young boys or who went past me, some of them, you know, they even became better while playing for South Africa. But while we're playing together, they were not even better than me. But because they had been given enough chances and opportunities to prove themselves. You know, they were very patient with the, uh, with them. You know, if for me I was been given that chance as well an opportunity, you know, surely I was gonna do the same as well. Because of I proven myself playing for SAA, SA Imaging, I played for SA President Eleven. So I just wanted that chance so that I can even just to play one match for Rob, say mm-hmm. yes, at least I know the feeling. Uh, the atmosphere, and, but it never happened. It was, it was just I there. Just, I just wanted just to just open one door so they can just go in and stay there forever. And for me, I remember as well as the Titans, they used to tell me that, yeah, you know, there's new upcoming fast bowlers coming here, and then just watch out. You know, if you don't work out, they're going to take your spot. I remember telling one of the players, said, you know what, I'm going to retire here, sitting at the same corner where I'm sitting here. No one is going to ever replace me. Because I know what it takes. And I've been working so hard while you guys are sleeping. Off-season, when you guys come back three weeks later, I come back a week earlier. You know, so I put all the, you know, the, the, the hard work, but it never happened. And even today, uh, you know, uh, even my son, uh, my last point I played for South Africa. Because the way with the trophies and everything at home, the men of the match, you know, trophies and everything... But if I say, if I, I can't even explain to him now. Maybe one day when he's older, he's going to understand what I'm trying to tell him that uh, I didn't play for South Africa because of, you know, certain issues that, you know, some of the white counterparts were given more opportunities, but you're, you're dead. You know, he was good. If you look here, he has the proof in front of you.
0: Are you encouraging him to play cricket one day?
1: No, but Rob, he's, uh, he's, you know, he... It's very tough at the moment, you know. The environment, I don't think it will, at the moment, it's, it's, it's good, you know. And special for me now, I'm out of cricket at the moment. I can't be coaching to, you know, any place where it's affiliated with Cricket Sarasica. I'm only coaching at the private schools. But for me, it's fine. You can play that, you know, private, uh, the private schools and all that. But for me to play franchise cricket or play for Sarasica at the moment, I still have doubts, you know. The, the, the environment is not the best at the moment. You know, listening to the SJ and people that I don't even know coming there to speak, and it, it scares me that if something happens to him, I'll never forgive myself because of I failed him as well. So it's, it's I can't protect him at the moment. And so, you know, he's an he, all-round like, He bats left-handed. He bowls well. And I never taught him cricket. He only learned cricket just because of watching me play it for all the years. Mm-hmm. He's very good. And people said, no, you coach your son. I said, no, I don't coach him. So, no, but why he's so good? You know, How old is he it. now? Uh, he's 10 now. That's incredible, though.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think you should ever feel a sense of guilt, Efi. The, the, the struggles, the conversations that we're having here is what's going to pave the way for him and other mm-hmm. kids in a similar situation. Um, one day I can guarantee you, And this is what I said at the top, that people who were in charge, people that held and hold power, who listen every Tuesday, because they get worried every Tuesday, are we going to be chatting about this? Because every Tuesday they are getting exposed. They are worried. And I don't care about them being worried. The thing is, what are they doing rather than being worried? So with that comes a sense of guilt. And this is where I have a very big problem with a certain sector of the white community in South Africa, on the sporting front, be it cricket or rugby or whatever, is that people will share, and as I said last week, their lived experience. But you can't argue with what Paul Adams says, because that is his lived experience. And who are you to come and argue about that? So if Etty comes through and tells us, as a record holder, record breaker, Eight year holding the turf at SAA, not being given an opportunity, and when you are given an opportunity, your franchise people go and lie and they say you're injured. Who are you to ever say negative things about ETI, about Lonwabo, about anybody that comes onto the SJN or comes onto this platform to tell South Africans? Because South Africans, they send their kids to these schools where cricket is played, but they don't know the actual journey that the likes of you have had to have. Now, there is no sense of accountability. I have yet to see and hear of somebody who would have maybe been at the Titans or been at any of these franchises that have been fingered here, or even at Cricket SA, who comes forward and say, you know what? I am as guilty as sin. I remember that incident when I treated it in the most racially inclined way. I am a disgrace. I feel bad and I would like to offer an apology. Never. What, what, what South African has ever done that? They don't. They hide behind all sorts of crazy defenses as if they've never done anything and that you guys all had a dream together and this dream had racism in the center of it. And yet that is utter nonsense. And I, I want to challenge those very same white people that are listening to the show, that have been involved, that have caused you harm, that have caused a lot of people harm, to one day step forward and be counted. And maybe for once, just say, I am sorry. Maybe that is all that the guys want to hear, just that accountability. But you will never hear that because they are cowards and they like to live in a system that oppresses other people, and they just want and want and want and never able to give back from the heart what you guys have given to South Africans. And that, for me, is the biggest shame. I don't care. They can go and say whatever it is that they're saying. We can challenge that any day. But take accountability if you have been complicit in what we talk about in these discussions because it cannot just be one-sided. It can't. Musa Muthari on Twitter says, chatting to Ed, the great cricketer, screwed by the system, an even greater human being. You know, so that is the feeling. And Ed, trust me, that is my own honest opinion. Some of us have lost jobs because of opinions and because of how we steer these conversations forward. It doesn't matter. There will always be platforms. Now you just need a SIM card, you create a platform, and people come on. Never, ever feel a sense that your kid will be under pressure. I just think that post all of this, Advocate Dumisan Ntzebeza is wise enough a person to hear each and every person out properly. Yeah. And you have set the example. And that is why we are proud of what you have done. Is It is painful, but you've been able to bite the bullet. And you say you can't even coach anything that is linked to Cricket SA. If I may ask, is that because of the so-called batch-fixing ban that was thrown in your direction on the 1st of August in
1: 2016? Yes, Prado, yes. Uh, That was part of the agreement as well, that uh, I can only coach to any uh, coaching or any schools that is not affiliated with CSA. And... But if you look at it, uh, Bra most of the schools they are affiliated with uh, CSA. So other schools they're not, especially the private schools, they're not. So that's where I've been, uh, I've been coaching and helping, you know, and they're welcoming me so much. And you know, they talk sometimes when at lunchtime or at, during the break time. Says, you know what, Arasika, they, you know, they're losing a lot, you know, if you were not banned and then been coaching now in a higher level. A lot of people will learn from you because of you you, you being there. You're good with kids. You understand everyone. Doesn't matter if it's black, white, colored or Indian, you're more welcoming. And you understand everyone and you give yourself more time to listen to those people, you know. And what we're seeing now on T V whoever is coaching, you know, that you know it's that's why they even said that's why we are not going to win a Cup anytime soon while we're still having you know, the same people while they, the those people that they were playing before and then now they're running the show again and there's so much complain about the same people. So we're not going anywhere, it's like going back and forward because of you know, it's it, it's it's very bad, you know, for Robert. But myself as well, I wanna go back to the to the game. I miss uh since twenty sixteen I missed almost about six or six or ten coaching jobs and you know in, in, in franchise level where they even send me uh, you know, uh, the advertisement said, no, they're looking for a bowling coach. I couldn't. Even now, uh, at my hometown, you know, in my home province, in Limpopo as well, they said, no, please, man, speak to CSA. We need you because of no one wants to come and help here in Limpopo. You know, we you, you, are, you come from there, and then I think it would be a best for us to have you. But at the moment I'm stuck, brother, you know, Job opportunities just coming past me every time. And it just frustrates me even more because of, I can't. And I want to go back to the game. And, you know, CSA, all they're saying is, say, you know, just, you know, how they respond yeah, to all lies, allegations, and all that. You know, I, 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 I'm I going to say this again. I want them to reopen, you know, the match-fixing case. So that mm-hmm. you know, I want to go back and then so that I can coach again and give back to the community, because for me, I think I'm just sitting here and wasting all my experience and my knowledge and, you know, everything.
0: After the break, I want to chat about exactly what you've just mentioned, that you want the match-fixing case to be reopened. And one of the things that struck anybody, I suppose, when the names were being mentioned, was that, oh, okay, there's predominantly Dakis who are being cited here. Okay, so the black people are cheating. They want more money. They are fixing games. And yet, you know, there's extremes in life. And in no way will I ever talk for you, for anybody else. But there are extremes. And people will get to understand those extremes when we deal and delve into this match-fixing saga and story of which, till today, you are still suffering from, And other people that should not even be coaching our national team continue to coach, travel the world, and earn big bucks unashamedly. And yet we've got to sit here and try and say and shoot down your story as opposed to nonsense that is currently happening right in front of our eyes today in 2021. Stick around, MSW. All right, so we're going to be taking your calls. Also, lots of your voice notes that are coming through the conversation with Eti Balati, uh, who has said quite a bit in the short time that he's been on air. Uh, but let me take Godfrey, who's on the line. Godfrey, good evening.
3: Hello, Rob. How are you?
0: I'm very, very good, thanks. You, you've been listening closely. Uh, Eti is on the line. Go ahead.
3: Ash, Rob, look, I've been listening. I've been driving uh, for a long distance, listening to this man. He uh, might not uh, actually remember because there's a lot of Godfrey's. I used to call Ethie uh, Mbanyele. We used to call each other Mbanyele. You might recall now. I grew up with E, though I was from uh, the village. But I can say, Rob, we, we 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 lost we lost a lot. We lost a lot of knowledge to Ethie. I can tell you, Rob. There is a lot of young stars in our village, A.C. knows that, that actually try to follow his footsteps. But after hearing A.C.'s story, just that I lost his his contrast. After A.C.'s story, a lot of black players' dreams have shattered. Look, I mean A.C. is a very kind man. AC never been a celebrity to us. AC and Mandra Machinery, they were always brothers. They will meet you everywhere, they will greet you with smile. Not the fact that now they are playing cricket in a higher level. And I'm still at high school. They will look down at me. They never done that. AC always smiling. I, I don't want to lie, Rob. I always listen to your to, to your shows. But I can mm-hmm. tell you now, AC is one of the greatest players that South Africa ever produced. But with the racism that is going on in South Africa, when we grew up, we knew that rugby and cricket it's a wild sports people, but AC and the the, the, the last in, in, in their generations, they changed the, the entire perceptions. So Rob, I wanna I wanna say I hope that they can allow AC to go back on the cricket and transfer the knowledge and the experience he had. Because I mean I can tell you now, there was a lot of players who were looking up, uh, 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 mm-hmm. up to him.
0: Godfrey, thank you so much. Indeed, we'll we'll try and make your reunion with at the a, 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 a possibility. Your your reaction to that, uh, my senior?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, Godfrey. Yeah, I know Godfrey very well. I think uh, we grew up together. I think he was in a different school with the uh, current uh, coach for, for the Titans, Mandla Machindi, as well. So I, you know, we used to play against each other cricket and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. It's very true. You know, it's it's very sad that I've uh, been home and looking how things are at the moment with cricket outside. yeah i think it's not looking good at the moment i look at the structures and everything the facilities as well just everything just went down at the moment and my heart is so sore because of there's not much i can do i can't get involved and help them because of you know i might be just breaking the uh, the law for me not to get involved in in, in, in any affiliate with the titans but yeah I, i still do things behind the scenes I still help behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm always I'm always available to help, but yeah, everything just been dealt uh, behind the scenes.
0: But you need to earn a, a, a you need to earn a proper decent salary. You need to earn a decent living. You need to use cricket, that gift that you got, in the same way that we are seeing people who are coaching our national teams earning a decent living from being, you know, decent players.
1: Yes, brother. You know, uh, it's, you know, cricket was something that I, I knew all my life. You know, I even took a decision not to go to varsity and, 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 and study because I always wanted to become a lawyer. And I didn't even, you know, I registered, but I never even continued because of I felt that time I didn't have time of traveling and all that. You know, only to realize now, maybe I should have continued and, and, and study, and mm-hmm. get my LLB and... That's what I've been doing at the moment. You know, I registered with Unisa now. You know, since uh, 2018, doing law now. Just trying to, you know, to to still reach my goal. But yeah, you know, I, I'm always gonna put cricket first because of I know uh, everything. I know how it feels when somebody says, "No, guys, I, I didn't eat. Do you have two slices of bread?" And then we all share. And I understand someone says, "Hey, guys, yo, my shoes. I don't have." Bowling boots, can you please uh, borrow me your shoes? You know, sometimes I'll bowl and then after finishing, and then we'll share with the other guys and then wear shoes so that we bowl. And then, you know, so I understand that uh, being there, you know, uh, I remember uh, maybe most of the guys who know me from Palabora and Fosco, we used to travel from uh, Palabora to my. Uh, home, my my place where I grew up in Lulekani with a truck, Bra, Rob, you know. The sure. truck will come and pick us up at two o'clock after school. We all jump in that big truck there and then we go and practice later on in the evening at six. We jump at the back of the truck as well. We go there. You know, Bra Rob and we'll travel from Palaburua to to, to to Pulukwani, you know, in, sometimes in winter. We travel in a bike Bra Rob and we'll go inside our ticket bags so we can keep warm at Mahouba Sloops. because Mahouba Sloops, it's cold. So we'll mm. go inside our bags and, 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 and try to get warm, you know. So I know the struggle, bravo. And mm. it's very sad to hear people, when you talk about your experience and start criticizing. And one day I'll have one of the white players to come and, and tell them, you know, their journey, how it started mm. and how was it. You know, brother, even sharing a, a ball box is something that when I realise now, a lot of things should have happened. A ball box... It's not something that you can share using in your private part, But no. we have to do that, brother. We have to even use a cricket glove as a ball box to cover our private part, Even sometimes we wrap the ball box with a plastic bag so that the other person mm-hmm. mustn't get infected or something. Or con- you know, just so much that can talk about.
0: Wow. I mean, just that alone. And, and for those who are not really attuned with cricket, the ball box is a highly protective um, what do you call it uh, but yeah it it protects it protects your private parts basically the family. So, it
1: protects the family. yeah it protects the family you know a cricket
0: ball can do damage if it does you know hit the wrong place um so that's what you find every cricketer wearing um, just to give added protection because everything in cricket has to be protected as you see that's why it's such an expensive sport um so it, it's almost like taking that box and then you pass it on to somebody else. So it's almost like you've worn a pair of underwear, and then you quickly take them off, and then you pass it on to somebody. We had to be that brutal, and honest, and graphic, unfortunately. But that is what we're talking about. That is a lived experience that maybe at Danny van der Funder will not be able to, to understand uh, what it is that we're talking about. So it is that nature of brutality, and honesty, and graphic, nature of it all. And as I said, I want to go back to what he pointed out as his desire to want the match fixing to be re-looked at. And remember again, if you are a senior player who's been breaking records, is earning a pittance, I mean, the last time I checked, there was the admission that he had found a slip in the change room And it happened to be one of the junior white players that had come through and and, and joined the Titans. And in that payslip, the white player was earning 600,000 rand. And this was somebody who was just playing in one format of the game. And yet, Umbalati was earning 400,000 rand across all formats. And he was a far senior player and was already raking in the records. So you tell me right there and there, that what are we talking, are people perhaps smoking toe jam? I don't think so.
3: As long as cricket and rugby are captured from school level up until the national level, we must forget it. I think these two sports must be suspended until we put our house in order. Defenders magic. Limpo.
4: Well, uh, good good evening, good evening, Rob. Uh, I see you okay. Uh, this is from Eastern Cape, England. It is very, very, very correct, Rob. he's very, very hundred percent correct. If it wasn't for you, that hearing wouldn't be where it is today. We wouldn't be hearing what we're hearing today. If it wasn't for you, look how other media houses are quiet about this, and yet you're the only one who's voicing it out who's coming up with these, with, these, with these former players. But other media houses are quiet. If really, really, really one day, South Africa would have you as the Minister of Sport, a lot, I mean a lot, would change. Thank you, Putwam. Kusimlo, Eastern Cape
0: Rob is painful for what uh, we are hearing. And uh, I think there's no there's nothing like that. Somebody's not ready. Maybe they know, or they, he, he he was supposed to, to to give them money or what? I mean, that is insane, my man. So I I guess, man, you have to call the uh, the cricket they say because I don't think there's trans there's, there's transformation there, and especially black people or black person who's trying to to get his rank. This is this make me. Cross Marawa, William Little and Rusty Baker Marawa. Thanks and greetings this is Beverly
3: Day. Yeah, evening brought up. Hey, yeah, this is sad. Uh, you know, listening to whatever is being said about what's been happening in the cricket world, it's sad, it's sad. And I think all those players should have uh, got together a long time ago and cry wolf not even cry wolf, I mean, how do you go and play in a World Cup tournament when you know that the best bowler, the best fast bowler, or the second best who can replace this one if this one gets hurt, is left behind? I think the likes of Boma Kayantini should have just said, no, if he's not going, we're also not going, and we, we would have seen something else. I mean, it's sad. I, I never knew something like this happened in... 26 years of, you know, a rainbow nation. Wow, bro, Rob. It's sad. Yeah, hey, uh, hi, Robert. Yeah,
2: did commissioner the one.
3: Yes, yeah, Buddha here from Proteatling.
2: Ah, uh, my brother, just want to say, <laughs> hey, these white people, man, they like, they just don't love us. They just don't love us. That's all I'm going to say they don't love us my brother thank you Sbuda buddha Progetland. hi good
3: evening rob uh can we get the minister uh, as early as tomorrow to come and answer this uh rob let's get him the minister of sport to come and answer this uh, uh with immediate
2: effect yeah bro, rob uh you know i'm listening to your show i'm listening to to earthy, you know, he's a very good friend of mine. I just listened to a guy called Godfrey, I think now exactly how he described to earthy, it's exactly how he is, you know, uh, I just, my heart is, is broken. It, it's it been broken for a long time because a whole lot of people represented South Africa, a whole lot of black African players, and he's the one player. That deserved it the most, you know a guy of his caliber uh holding records for his franchise, holding records for South african franchise for for the longest time, you know he's one guy that we know that you know what uh he should have been there i just I just wanna say if you can play this voice note, man, I just wanna say my heart bleeds with him. Uh I mean I spoke I speak to him now and then and I just hope that he just stays strong, you know, and all will work out as we heard that there's teams like there's places like Abu Palabora, there's places like Abu Limpopo that needs that knowledge that he has. He mustn't give up. Uh we we trying our best to fight and we hope Uguti, you know, all will go well, and people will see the truth and whatever that 's happening in south african cricket and hopefully things will change for the better of our future generation, our kids, and all of that stuff. but players like ahi you don 't find anymore here in South Africa. We have good players, but i 'm telling you now he was the guy that broke the doors he was the guy that was that should have been picked on merit he was the guy that should have been traveling all over the, the world with the proteas, because I'm telling you, if he was given that opportunity, even now, he would have been, he would have broken a whole lot of records. That's how good he was. Sure. And when you hear
0: Aaron Pangiso speak in the way that he he's speaking right now in that last voice note that you've heard, it says a lot. Says this is one man who should have been picked on merit and he emphasizes and reemphasizes that merit, should have been the one traveling. What's your response, Ethi, to what you've just heard now, especially that last voice note?
1: Yes, Bravo. You, know, uh, you know, we come from a long way together. You know, uh, he found me the Titans, he was at the academy, and then I look after him, we stayed together. And then yeah, and I'll tell you one thing. I gave him the best advice ever to move from the Titans and then to go and Jeff uh to, to go to join Jeff at the at the Lions because of uh things were not going well. Mm-hmm. And I told him straight, I didn't lie to him, I said no, if you wanna play first class cricket, I think you might just go and look somewhere else. I don't think yeah that's gonna happen for you and yeah, and he did listen to me and then he moved to Lions and yeah, in a year or so and then He played for Africa, So, yeah, yeah, thanks, big guy. You know, we always try to always support each other. You know, yeah, he's he's a family to me, he's a brother. It
0: sounded like it is. (laughs) It sounded like it's a brother. I mean, there was just the one voice note I I thought I would quickly address. Um, I didn't get the gentleman's name, but he was saying that, uh, you know, white people never loved us, they never loved us. All I'm saying is that nobody needs to love you, be it white, black Indian, whatever Nobody needs to love you Firstly, love yourself Love what you do, take what you do seriously And surge forward There would always come a time where despite all the odds You will get a Lewis Hamilton You will get the Serena Williams and Venus Williamses. You'll get the Tiger Woods You'll get all the people That rise above all of the adversity that they have faced They'll rise above all the nonsense that is put in front of them And they'll be the greatest at what they do if you believe in yourself, and they love themselves. So don't worry. Don't wait for anybody to love you. As long as you love yourself, then you love your family. You're sorted. Don't look for any other person to give you a hug and to make you feel special. No, no, no. Do what you have to do. Ethi did what he had to do, but he couldn't get into the national team. Who from your franchise do you believe blocked that call-up that was made for you to go and join the Proteas? Uh, I think, you know, uh, it
1: it's, it's, it's those guys that play together with them, you know, because they knew very well, uh, because they became the big five when they got to play for the courtiers. So they knew very well that if I have to come there or being picked to play for South Africa, one of their mates or one of their best buddies, the bowlers, they have to, you know, to miss out and they have to be dropped. So they, you know, it's, it's, it's something, you know, the communication below between. Uh, the franchises with the CEOs and, you know, and CSA, whoever is the CEO or the, the national selectors, it's, 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 it's very cozy, man. It's, it's, it's a circle of friends. So if you're not in that circle of friends, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to fit into anything, you know. And so
0: the CEO would have had the power to, to, to say, no, you're injured. You can't go to the national team.
1: Yes, because normally those things, you know, when the email comes and it will go to the CEO, the CEO has to take it to, uh, to, the, to the management and then they have to decide or make back the news to me. So has been selected, uh, you're going to play against Australia and then you're going to be leaving. You know, those are the things. But once the one person says no, and then that's it. So The testimonial
0: game that you had, was the CEO in attendance at the testimonial that you
1: had? No it, no one only only my friends, you know even my friends, even still now my friends from the lions, mm. lolavo he was injured by then and even make an effort to come and you know, I think he even bowled two or three balls in in, in that game, you know but yeah so after my, ten
0: years of service and and breaking records, he and they couldn't even come to your testimonial
1: uh, uh loyalty sometimes you know i <laughs> it's overrated. Ask me, I'll tell you. You know. So uh,
0: th- th- does it become does it become a surprise for you to then know that the same CEO would have hired a Mark Boucher to come to the Titans? Would it surprise you then that the same CEO then becomes an acting CEO of Cricket SA and hires Both Smith and Boucher?
1: Rob, it's not surprising. Everything, like I said before, it's just a circle of friends. You know, They're, they're always going to make sure those guys they will look after. Uh, for me, um, I, don't, I don't care who is who. But you can see now the acting CEO, all of a sudden you have two guys that they were not interested in a job, and all of a sudden he wants the job. And then he signed the contract, and then he signed his mates, and then he signed all his friends. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just like that. You know, in cricket, even since my playing days, it's always like that. It's always friends. You know, we look after each other. We make sure that we make money. We make sure that even after cricket, we must even make more money. So if you're in a higher position, I'll hire Rob, because Rob isn't good to me. And I'm very close with Rob. And then, Rob, you'll hire everyone. And then, just like that. So that's how it is in South African cricket. You know, it's just a circle of friends.
0: But it's been allowed to become that And that is why I'm saying that for whatever it takes, it is a disgusting development and it's been a disgusting existence of that that has been going on. Let me take Michael and then Leonard, i come to you um, as well. Uh, Michael's in Soweto. Thanks for your patience. Good evening.
5: Uh, Good evening, Rob. How are you?
0: I'm very good, man. Welcome. Ethie's on the line.
5: Yes, yes. yes. Uh, My comment is just that I I wanted to say this racism thing that goes very deep. Um, for, for example, I went to one of the prominent uh, cricketing schools in, in, in Gauteng, which is uh, King Edwards. Um, I started playing first team at grade 10. Uh, while playing first team, um, I had issues with the, one of the first team coaches uh, telling me that I can't play uh, first team cricket as a black player. Now, what I did, I moved down to the, 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 the club's, uh, the school's uh, club uh, development, which is Old Ed's. Mm-hmm. I went there, I made first team. When I made first team there, we played a game on Sunday. And back then, I was playing with guys like Neil McKenzie and Graham Smith. Uh, there was a game we played once, uh, I was approached by a Lion Scout. Lion's scouts were shocked that I was in high school, but I was playing first team with Neil McKenzie and then. um, Only to find out the sports director from King Edwards, he found out that I was now going to trial to play for for, for the Golden Lions. He stopped my my, my trial and told the guy that uh, I can't make it because I'm a black player.
0: Wow. As blatantly as that? Just like that. So, at Kings... The first-team guy tells you, no, because you're black, this can't happen.
5: Yes, because you're black. You can't. And and the worst thing is, is, is grade 10. Because usually guys start playing first-team cricket probably grade 11 and the yes. trick. So it's a special case as, you know, grade 10 in your in a black person.
0: Did you take it up at all, though, Michael? I mean, w- w- yes, what was I, it that you were it, able I, to do?
5: I, I took it up to the extent that I even got expelled from the school
0: you took it up until you got expelled. For what, yes. for what reason and on what grounds?
5: No, well, back then I was, I was still young. So I was just yeah. you know, standing up for what I thought was right. So I was telling that that, how, how is it possible for the sporting director from the school to stop me from going to trials to play for, for the Golden Lions?
0: Yeah, but. So when they expelled you, what was the reason given for your expulsion?
5: Uh, why, it, 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 the reasons why, 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 why un, uh, un, un, un unruly uh, unruly unruly kid unruly
0: kid and that's guy for from, standing up for your rights
5: yeah, just standing up guy from Soweto is unruly, so just 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 expel him just expel him
0: well wow. Michael, we'll take your details down i I, I always shudder when I listen to this and and, and people always asked me a question about, did you ever go back to your high school? I'm like, no, I didn't. And all the time. The last time I was there was when I, I, I left in matric. And there are reasons why these things happen. Um, there are reasons. And one day. Leonard, are you in, in Valcom uh, or in Welcome?
4: No, in Valcom.
0: Okay. Well, welcome from Valcom. Good evening, Leonard.
4: Uh, good evening, Robert and the team. Uh, Robert, I would like you to call this guy, uh, it's a white guy, La- Lance Lutner. I remember, I can't Zulu. remember which year. Uh, yeah, Zulu. Which way was it where he complained that uh, certain players are uh, getting a certain amount of money, like the uh, Anand Donald, uh, Sean Pollock, they just came into the team. And then there was this uh, final game where South Africa lost. He picked that game uh, from nowhere until the last ball. He was playing six and and then only to, to, for Arnold Donald to lose the bet at the end of, uh, uh, of the last over where he ran uh, and it was a uh, uh, no ball. And he also complained about that, that uh, certain players are getting preference. John just because his father played cricket, uh, he was given the captaincy, and he was earning a lot of money. And compared to what he did in that World Cup, uh, he got nothing. Uh, that's that's my take that yeah. today. If no, just just uh, maybe ask uh, uh, one body. of the white yeah. guys, Lance Tisner.
0: Okay. Now, I, noted about you. that. Thank you so much, Baba. I, I do appreciate it. Remember, in, in cricket, there, there's um, the Big Five, um, as they call them. So, uh, pretty much untouchable, uh, the Big Five. Um, so, the animals at the game reserves are also the Big Five. But you, you, you can always work it out. We, we're not here to call out whatever the names are. Uh, but at the, the issue around Matrix, and why do you feel that it has to be revisited?
1: Uh, um, uh, even the last day, and you know, when I got my sanction, uh, I told them that I'm not happy with the whole thing, and they know very well. And it's there on the email when I send my lawyers, and I gave them my reasons why, because there were so many players involved, and it seems like only certain players were targeted, and. I mentioned that, and they said, no, it got nothing to do with that. I might just focus on what I've been found guilty of. And, you know, surprisingly, I think last week before I went to the SJN, uh, they were looking for my documents, my validity, and everything, you know, to find out that I didn't even have a, um, a charge sheet. And I didn't even notice that I didn't even receive a charge sheet or went to a disciplinary hearing. So... That's how the whole thing was not handled proper. And, this, you know, uh, Alviro I was told that he was a whistleblower during the investigation. And then last year, to find out on your show that Von Fania's fault, he was the whistleblower. So it's not that. It's, it's not true. And I so, know exactly.
0: so there was no chart sheet. So you, 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 you've been branded somebody who was part of match fixing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know at some point you talked about, but also other cricketers that I've spoken to said uh, that there were these draft letters that you were given uh, that you were almost forced then to accept guilt, um, where it was almost like a press release, but given, and uh, you just change your name at the top, but it was all drafted somewhere, and then you were given uh, so that you can accept culpability.
1: Yes, brother. and I have to... They, they even phoned me before the press release setting off. CSA, they want you to maybe a small paragraph and then just to say your apology and all that. I didn't want to do that because of, I knew I, wasn't, you know, I was not guilty. And for me to be called a matrix and all that. So, so many things I was forced to do. Like to sign my sanction agreement. I didn't want to sign my sanction agreement. I wanted to appeal the same day. And I remember very well, I still have that copy of the email. When my lawyer says no, it's going to be too expensive, and then you might be banned for life, and then it might become even the criminal charges. So this is the best they can do for me. And even though 10 years or 5 years won't make any difference because of my career is over anyway.
0: Yeah, but it's oh. still denying you an opportunity to earn a living. You, mm-hmm. you yourself mentioned that, and and that for me is what I have a big problem with. Mm-hmm. I, I just believe that there is a circle of lawyers right now who are listening to this show. It does not always have to be the very busy advocate uh, Dalimboff who that comes to the rescue. I know that he had an issue, and there was or, or Rabada had an issue, and he came to the rescue even back then. But I am just saying that. You've said it. Others who have been implicated have said it. So why don't we go back to that issue, revisit the match-fixing saga? Trust me, the, the, the lawsuits that can go flying through, not only for besmirching your name, not only for loss of income, then- but also for the current loss of income since the 1st of August 2016 till present you can be able to justify that and the people that were behind smearing you and the other players would have a case to answer yes yes
1: brother I don't know if
0: you agree with me but that's m- my feeling uh, you know th- that's just my feeling yes uh, you it's uh, 100% you
1: know 100% brother you know we just need that case to be reopened, you know, because of the same people that don't want uh, uh, the case to be reopened. It's the same people that didn't want at the SJN to continue. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So, and there were people in Cricket SA, there were people in the interim board that did not want SJN to continue. Remember, the advocate arrived on his first day, the hearings could not happen on that first day because there were people that had looked at the submissions, there are people that had leaked those submissions to other individuals, saw the people that have been implicated and did not want these hearings to go on. I know they're listening to the show right now, I hope they're enjoying the show right now. And I hope that they'll enjoy when those legal papers come through to them. It's not the last time, my friend, that this happens. I will yes, okay. call on you. I will call on the other players as well because in a South Africa, that is that is why it's, it's, it's south of Africa, on the African continent. This is where this country is. We cannot be allowing things like this to happen in this day and age. We can't. And you you've experienced the worst of it. You've been denied opportunities in the worst kind of way, in the most blatant kind of way, I hope it's the last, because in moving forward, this cannot be the norm. This cannot be how people live and be judged. Talented kids denied opportunities to be and to become and to be heroes, not only to their families, but to everybody else in the country and beyond. I wish you strength. And trust me, things are about to change. Stay strong, Ethi. I appreciate your time.
1: Thanks, Rahab. Thanks. Thanks. And thanks to all the listeners as well, Rahab. Yeah, we'll keep knocking, keep knocking those doors. Keep asking questions, Rahab. We're not far off. And then, yeah, all the time that you gave us, you know, Rahab is going to pay it soon. That's, that's one thing I can tell you, and I'm very sure about it. And thanks once more again and to give us the platform. You're the only person, like I said before, who always, always, always asking the right questions.
0: Thank you so much, Etty. I, I I hope we live to see the continuation of these shows. These also sit very badly on some people. I mentioned it yesterday that there are people that hold position of power in sport that always determine to broadcasters who should get fired and whose contract should not be renewed. So that is where I'll leave it for now. Etty Mbalati, my guest tonight right here at Mara Sports Worldwide. I will then drift across because… I'm a are an integral part of society ladies and gentlemen thank you for all the tweets I will try and retweet as many of them as possible so that for those that have missed the show can try at least visually catch up until they listen to the podcast good, hey, good evening good evening justice
6: good evening good evening gentlemen
0: Robbie,
7: Robbie.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm nice
7: nice. Yeah, You know, I like cashew nuts, eh? Uh.
6: It's mm. Yeah, it's
7: good Staffless, stuff. Obviously. Listen, you know, disappointing, uh, in the 60s, Mozambique used to produce half of the cashew nuts in the world. And oh. then what happened? Well, uh, we got busy with a little bit of a civil war.
6: Yeah, Renamo, ne? <laughs> you know, yeah, you know how a big a hand hey, South Africa yeah. had in, in funding Renamo? I mean I remember there was a guy, Roland Hunter, you yeah. know, who was an accountant apparently for the for the Ford army. For Dragama. Yeah, no no no, so he was a no no, he was an accountant for the army but he's the guy who spilled the beans on you know, I think it was Lakama like you fifty Rand or something a month, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 50 rand, I guess, was a lot of money then. Well,
7: one of the tragedies is that uh, no, uh not much cashews now coming from there. So Ish, who can imagine?
0: Big so is where are you getting
7: be, your stash from? Because, Hey, man, they're quite pricey, those things, actually.
0: Where do you buy them from? Hmm? Where do you buy them from? Ah.
6: They're by Kirk Street. You know Kirk Street, chief?
0: Not mm-hmm. church, but Kerk. No, Kerk. No, no,
6: no.
7: They're in yeah, the CBT. they in the
6: CBT. No, no, no. Chief, you it's serious Syriasko. They're in the yeah, kerk. No, Kerk Street. I don't know what they call it now, but it's always like the, there's a fruit market uh, can where you say, uh, informal traders are operating. Oh, yo, yes. Yo, 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 yo. Best
0: fruit, So as, best as you talk about Kerk, though, you, can you say our father in Afrikaans? On the father. No, oh. the whole prayer.
6: I'm not going and... Äh, right.
0: No, me, me I get it full of you, Me, I know, like... Uh, I'm no, no, but I'm just asking for our
6: family. No, I'm just asking
7: for our I'm just asking for I'm not full of you. I'm multi-dly. What?
0: Huh? Exactly. The tonsils are hanging on for dear life now. Hey, Multi-queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yella, no, you
6: must tell them. Just, uh, it's a black language. Yella, yella,
7: we're not
6: learning. Can't capture it.
7: Unusual characters, we're not learning.
6: No, here, tell me.
7: Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a black language. Can't show. It was born of here. Off the boot, captured it. Low-y. It was born
0: here, so. Yeah. Fifty million for artists, hey. and athletes for relief. For how many years? And is this back payment or what's going on?
6: It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, 50
0: million.
6: So, yeah, this is the payment, uh, and I guess that's the story. Um, You know, 50 million. uh, The Department of Sports, Arts, and Culture uh, is uh, paying this amount as part of the third phase of uh, funds totaling 70 million now i'm not sure what happened to the first 20 million Mm. uh, but uh yeah deputy uh, director general there, ddg Cynthia Kumalo saying yeah they've now finished adjudicating the applications they are much clearer Uh, but uh, i don't know man they've declined how many 763 who got uh, declined and then around 6332 artists have been approved Um, and i don't know how much that is i guess as part of the universe of people who Qualify as artists in South Africa, but uh, who yeah.
0: who approves and declines these applications? The department, chief. No, but doesn't there a select group that has been asked to sit yeah, through? Yeah, but you remember what
6: happened that? there Moscow National Arts Council? There was a bit yes. of a musical chairs part because I, my recollection was that the first group they lost confidence in, so now there's all manner of committees sent. But I don't know, qua who who's involved? Um, but yeah,
1: hey,
0: we tried knocking there to ask these questions, but. All I'm saying is that if you're going to be getting people and hiring people to come and decide who gets the money, then you're obviously paying those people to decide who gets the money, which means you've got the money.
6: Yeah. And then Imaprakwa sport. So does that go to the associations and the like, who does it go to? And the unions in some sports or how does it work?
0: Trust me. You can ask Bev. We we tried when COVID started um, to get down to the bottom of it when we could see that there was nothing happening and yet there was clear and obvious need for the money within sport and within the arts i don't
6: know
0: that's why maybe i might get answers from no but we must ask you know
6: because i mean i don't know like like what, not personally,
0: not personally. But Zami, uh, Metro 100%. FM, Radio 2000,
6: SAPC. Oh, oh. uh,
0: yeah, I know, no, no. The evidence is there that we did try.